0: it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 1045 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice Cindy from Jacksonville good morning and thanks for calling the Markay Show David joins us from Ponte Vedra Claudia in St. Augustine this is the Marque Show yeah, what a crazy day, man. So, there was another school shooting today in Maryland. actually a little uh, ways from where I used to live for several years and where a lot of my family still lives, uh, which means we're going to be diving into that issue again today. It's okay though cuz guns that's one of our favorite topics. Uh, before we do that though, we got to mention the other favorite topic here on News 1045 WOKV, which is the weather. You know, we got we got guns and the weather. That's basically that's basically our lives this whole year so far. Uh, we, that's actually not a bad motto. The Mark K Show, Weather and Guns. I like that. I'm put that on a t-shirt. Uh, but we have uh, in just a minute news, uh, action news. Jacks meteorologist Ariel Nixon will be joining us. She's doing a Facebook Live as we speak to talk about the inclement weather, which is, I mean, it's on the way. You look outside and it's a little cloudy and it's kind of getting dark. But man, don't even don't even think that that's all. That's the the most of it. There are gonna be a lot of stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm by the I personally. I know a lot about weather. I'm like, I'm what you might call a, a weather fanatic. I'm like, a, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, a licensed meteorologist. I'm not an expert. I didn't go to school for it. But I know about as much about weather as any uneducated man can. Um, however, we still feel like we should go to Ariel Nixon, who's going to be joining us, like I said, in just a minute to go over the details. Here's what we know so far. Tornado watch already in effect for pretty much the entire area. If you can hear me, there's a tornado watch in effect, and that's good th- uh, through 7 p.m. Uh, and now, please welcome to the Marquee Show, live from the Action News Jack's Storm-, Storm Center. Is that right?
1: First Alert Weather Center.
0: Pardon me. I apologize. <laughs> what am I think? I'm thinking of Storm Tracker. You're not in the Storm Tracker.
1: No. Uh, Beth Russo is out in that right now.
0: Oh, okay. Good. Well, lucky her. Anyway, yes. Ariel Nixon, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: no problem. All right. Well, tell us about this horrible. uh, There's like a hail coming and tornadoes. What's the deal?
1: So we're watching the same storm system that caused all those severe storms, tornadoes in northern Alabama and north Georgia late yesterday and during the overnight. It's the same system is going to bring storms to our area. Heavy rain, frequent lightning, we see that often. But we're also going to see the potential for large hail, Mm. uh, wind gusts up to 50, 60 miles per hour or even greater. And then also the potential for tornado spin-ups. So that would be our biggest concern um, through the afternoon.
0: All right. So the tornado watch is in effect now. Already, and that's through 7 p.m. So is this like, I mean, this is like a, a long period of time.
1: Well, the atmosphere is primed right now. Um, When you step outside, you can feel how warm and muggy it is. It's very windy. And so really any of these storms that are coming in off the Gulf that we already have west of Jacksonville have the potential to spin up. And it's uh, really just a good idea for everybody to be prepared now and just stay weather aware. And then as those warnings come in, which means there's actually a storm that has developed that has the potential for that rotation, uh, we'll be bringing you that information live. And, of course, when we stream live on air on TV... TV, you guys also take us on the radio most of the time
0: we sure do and you're on facebook live actually actually as we speak right you were doing something with garrett
1: as we speak garrett's talking right now yes on facebook live oh
0: that's fantastic i'm gonna start following you on facebook so i can catch all that tell me about tell me about this hail what is large hail is that like golf ball size or i mean what's the what are we expecting
1: Yeah, we're seeing the potential for up to golf ball size hail, and there was a lot of large hail up in, um, especially Alabama. We saw reports of that. So I'm expecting more of the small hail, but there will be potential for some of those larger hailstones mixed in.
0: Okay, all right. And this is all supposed to start when, precisely?
1: We've already got some storms moving in off the Gulf through uh, Bradford and Clay County. Those aren't severe just yet, um, but the threat is now through Mainly five to six o'clock this evening.
0: All right, Ariel Nixon uh, from the First Alert Weather Center. We appreciate you. Are you hop, hopping back on Facebook now?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go back to Facebook. All right,
0: go back, go back to and maybe uh, on Instagram later too. Yes. That was right. Thanks, Mark. All right, we'll talk to you later, Ariel Nixon. There we go. That's the weather. Weather today, the big storm. I mean, that's the thing. With when when stuff like this happens, especially during the middle of the day. Overnight is one thing, but now you got people out trying to work, go to school, get their kids. Now you're gonna have like tornadoes and hailstorms crazy Uh, so whatever you do keep it uh, keep it right here also download our mobile app if you haven't already the news 104.5 WOKV mobile app has all the weather information you're going to need and should there be severe weather uh, and we need to break into programming we will of course do that so that you know exactly what's happening where and when uh, you know uh, so that you can protect yourself and your family hail hail ain't no joke either uh, it's crazy for, for the first day of spring that we're looking at hail, but too, it's uh, it's damaging, man. It'll it'll tear the, your screens apart, it'll damage your vehicles and your car, and you know it's crazy to just walk out there and see a big pile of ice when it's when it's sixty or seventy degrees. But you know that that's the way it goes. Um, here living on the first coast. All right. Uh, once again, like I said, we'll be we'll break in with any um any severe weather information that you need, or you can uh, download our app or both. You know, just download the app and listen too. You just get it inundated. And so you, you too, can be a weather expert just like I am. All right. So uh, let's turn a little bit to this story in Maryland right now. There's actually a uh, there's actually a couple of news conferences going on, one in Austin where explosions are happening. Somebody's mailing bombs and setting them up on the side of the road and just, you know, willy nilly trying to terrorize the entire city of Austin. In fact, right now, an expert is saying we don't really it doesn't seem targeted. It just seems like whoever's doing this wants to kill people. You know, FedEx trucks, a FedEx facility. There was a bomb there exploding. And then on top of that, we've got another school shooting here just four days before the huge march um, in Maryland this time, Leonardtown area, which I, I lived in Maryland for several years. And my, uh, my in-laws still live there. And, in fact, a good friend of my sister-in-law teaches at this school where this shooting took place today. And there's a a police spokeswoman Julie Yingling, who uh, was talking about it a little earlier on the news. We
1: got a call for shots fired this morning at the at the high school.
0: And apparently what happened was two students were shot by a third student. Third student walks. This is, again, this is the main, the basic report that we have. Student walks in, pulls a gun, shoots a girl, uh, shoots another kid, another boy, male student who was nearby her, also got hit. Then a school resource officer... A school resource officer who was on site and armed pulled out his gun and shot the perp or the perpetrator. Perp's the cool way to say that. Shot the perp, took him down. School resource officer totally unharmed. So you have what seems like minimal injuries because there's no reports of any fatalities, just injuries, uh, some critical, but still nowhere near as bad as as the one we saw in Parkland on February 14th. You've got a, a gunman walk into a school, uh, pulls a gun, shoots two students, and then is immediately taken down by an armed officer who is on the campus. That's what we know so far. They've uh, closed the school, they shut it down and they told all the kids uh, to go to this Leonardtown High School which is uh, which is another facility near uh, down the road. Here's another clip.
1: The sheriff's office is on scene. We have it contained. School is still on lockdown and we are working on getting these students and their parents uh reunified.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, here's the thing that people need to realize amidst all these protests and amidst all these marches and amidst all the press coverage that everybody, you know, all these kids that are over there was on 60 Minutes and they're on the Ellen show and they're doing great things and they're saying wonderful things. And that's uh, that's and They're becoming superstars. But at the same time, fortifying the schools and hardening the target, I believe, should still be the primary objective. Should it not? I mean, then when you have an incident like this, this school also, by the way, received a threat just a few days ago. There was a threat uh, called into, the, now I know what you're thinking. There's a threat called to like every school every week, especially if there's a major test or someone has a project due that they didn't, that they didn't get to. I get it. I get it. I remember, I went to school once before. I remember how that happened. You know, in college, every time there were final exams, at least one school building had to be evacuated because somebody called in a bomb threat because they didn't study for their exam and they didn't want to fail anatomy and they didn't want their parents to say, why am I sending you to college? Why am I wasting all this money? And so they'd call it a, a bomb threat and that would give them the exam would be canceled and they'd get another. Now, I'm not suggesting that's what you should do. If you haven't studied for your exam, you should just, you know, you know, man up and take the F. But uh, or woman up to I don't want to be I don't want to discriminate. But in this case, in this scenario, uh, you know, we need to look at hardening these schools immediately. I'm, not, I'm shocked that I'll be honest with you. I'm shocked that these schools are still not hard. I'm shocked that it's been since February 14th, Governor Scott em- admitted the first thing we're going to do is we're going to get officers and deputies that are going to be carrying rifles. They're going to be outside these schools walking or at least at least park a police car in the parking lot, because I feel like that would dissuade a couple people from walking in with a gun. I don't know, maybe that's just me. 340-1045. 340-1045. I mean, how many more of these are going to hit before we all realize it's time to put more people with guns at the school? Am I right? 340-1045, more guns and weather coming up next on The Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. It's true, this is Mike Burrish's official radio home, and I wish he'd stop leaving his dirty socks everywhere. He just, like, throws his stuff everywhere like he owns a joint. But uh, yeah, whatever. I guess I guess when it's your radio home, that's that's what you can do. My name is Mark K. By the way, uh, thanks so much for joining me. This is the Mark K. Show three four zero one zero four five. Man, I wish so many. I wish there were more people on TV and marching around saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's put more cops in these schools right away, like today. Like by the end of the day, there should be cops at all the schools, or you know, some kind of security. Uh, you know, maybe we should look into putting in some of those metal detectors, the kind that we have downtown at City Hall." You know how like all the politicians—they don't want guns coming into city hall. They'll put up metal detectors. But when it comes to schools, hey, you know what? That's you know what? We'll just uh, we'll, we'll we'll wait on that. Well, another school shooting here. awaken up! You, you wake up and in Maryland, you see. Okay, how is there yet another school shooting? How does this happen? I thought everybody was fortifying the school. I thought we were making these things hard targets. The good news is that uh, three students were injured instead of 17 killed. Uh, you know, that's the, in this day and age, that's the good news that three, one of them was the gunman. And there was a school resource officer who get this actually acted in defense of the students, pulled a gun out and, uh, and shot the gunman, you know, totally, it basically rendered him uh, harmless. Now we don't know a lot of facts yet. All that's all we know. Three students injured school resource officer took him down. We don't know if this student was, uh, carrying an AR 15, we don't know if this student had a handgun. We don't know uh, where the student got it, if the student got it from someone who was over the age of 21 or if it was from Dick Sporting. We don't know any of that stuff. All that information, I'm sure, will come out, uh, you know, before too long. But all we know now is that the, the uh, students are being treated for injuries and the armed school resource officer who was on the scene acted and took out the gunman before he could harm any other students. Uh, You know, that's basically that's basically all we know so far. But we do know this. The school did not have metal detectors or security systems or any way to keep this gun from getting in there in the first place. Luckily, they had one school resource officer and he happened to be in a position to act, Uh which, you know, again, this should. And this is going to they're just going to take this as, a, as an anti-gun thing. But this should really be a pro police officer thing, shouldn't it be? I mean, when you look at this, you say, "Okay, Parkland, we had one police officer. He never even went near any of the he just stood outside. We had nobody else on campus with a gun. And we had this one kid who walked in and, you know, took out a a whole bunch of people in a hail of bullets. Here, though, we have a a well-trained and brave police officer who basically just jumps in, jumps into the fray and starts firing and takes down the assailant before he can really kill anybody. I feel like we should use this as a pro police officer, pro security guard, pro you know Vietnam veteran or you know Iraqi vet or whatever, any kind of any kind of veteran, pro hardening the target. Where are those marches? But that's what we really need. We need somebody on t- television just as much as these kids from Barkland asking for gun control. We need some kids getting up there saying, hey, we need more guns in our school. We need more security guards in our school. We want our school to look just like City Hall. We want it just to look like the state Capitol. We want it to look like an airport. And but no, we want a Starbucks. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. What do you think? It's uh, more guns and weather coming up on the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is Marque. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. Man, we're watching this weather, and I'll tell you what, it's crazy. There's really ominous photos of the Buckman Bridge that uh, Ariel Nixon from uh, Action News Jack just posted. And uh, the heavy rains and the wind, it's just getting dark. You know, it's one of those where half the picture's light, the other half is dark. And then Garrett Biedenbaugh just retweeted a, uh, a video of a it looks like a water spout in the Daytona Beach area. Which is also crazy to see too. Someone's out there taking video of the uh, of the waterspout, but sure enough, there's a little bit of activity out there, and uh, and you can go check it out. Um, you can check out his Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we'll have all the action for you. You know, uh, before too long, there is that tornado watch till 7 p.m. If there is severe weather, we will stop talking about guns and we will switch fully to weather. Uh, It's either one or the other, but we're going to, you know, we're going to we'll make that hard choice here in just a minute. Watch out for hail. Watch out for damaging winds up to 60, 70 miles an hour, or 60 miles an hour. I think 50, 60 miles an hour, Ariel was saying. And uh, and that could last throughout the evening. Um, So uh, keep a watchful eye. And I guess, you know, if you don't have to go out. Just, you know, stay inside and turn on the radio and just keep listening. We'll tell you what's going on. Uh, we'll tell you what's going on outside. Also, breaking news. We were talking moments ago about this school shooting in Maryland, which happened this morning. And, I, you know, it's an area I used to live up there. Uh, my uh, my wife actually got a, a text message from her sister. One of her good friends works at the school, and they were texting back and forth to see what was going on, and she was like, yeah, I'm fine. They're moving us to the Leonardtown High School, which is the, you know, uh, the, you know, high school in the same district. And this is 60 miles southeast, by the way, of D.C. And, you know, they you'll always mention that, they always mention that in the report, like it has anything to do with DC. It doesn't really. 60 miles southwest of DC is a totally different, it's a totally different animal. It's more of a rural area. It's near the water. Uh, it's near, it's near the bay and, and the river. And it's just, you know, it's nothing like, like downtown DC. So, it, you know, it, I always kind of find it amusing when they, they mention its proximity to the nation's capital. Also, I feel like they do that because they're trying to link it to Donald Trump somehow but uh, as far as we know that's not the motive uh we don't really know anything except as as Candace just told you the shooter has now been uh, been reported to to uh, be deceased the shooter was killed so to, so to reiterate what happened once again is you have uh, a student walk in with a gun. He shoots a girl. Uh, you know, another kid near her also gets shot. Uh, they have severe injuries. They're not dead that we know of. There were no reports of that. They are in critical critical condition. And then a school resource officer, an SRO, pulls out his gun, uh, starts firing at the suspect, shoots and kills him. And that's it. Everyone else is evacuated. Everybody else is. Is safe. So you have two students, the original targets, and as soon as they are hit, you have a student resource officer leaping into, I mean, just, I mean, jumping into this fray, pulling out his gun, which he has, which is loaded with bullets, starts firing, and him and that gun do what they're supposed to do, protect all the other students in the school, because they end up killing the assailant, shoots the gunman dead, just bang, bang, that's it. I don't know if it was two shots. I'm just, you know, dramatic uh, reinterpretation. And I'm reading some of the quotes from the um, from the uh, the sheriff. Sheriff's name is Tim Cameron. And, you know, and he's, he's going through here and he says the shooter exchanged fire with the school resource o- resource officer, a trained armed deputy sheriff. The shooter was wounded, the officer was not. We now know that the the shooter was mortally wounded, the officer totally unharmed. Listen to that again. The shooter exchanged fire with a school resource officer, a trained, armed deputy sheriff. And while two students were initially injured, every other student in that high school, which I read the number, I want to say it has 1,500 people, were safe and are safe. And you have to think it's because you had that trained, armed deputy sheriff there at the school. And if that's the case, why don't we have more trained, armed deputy sheriffs with loaded pistols or guns or the or the the uh, the rifles that Governor Scott said here we're gonna have we're gonna have deputies walking around with rifles? I've been driven by a lot of schools lately, but I don't know I don't know that they're there yet. You know, I think that number one, having the show of force helps. And number two, uh, if you don't have the show, if you actually have the force and you need it, well, that's also a huge plus as well. And you can ask any of the other students here who weren't injured, who weren't killed, who weren't shot in this school shooting today. And I wonder if this example will be used as an example uh, of how to do things in a school. Yeah, could there have been more security? Sure. Could there have been measures in place that maybe kept the shooter from walking into the school in the first place? Absolutely. But was it handled as soon as the shooting started, as best it could be? All signs point to yes. All signs point to this is how you want this kind of situation to be handled. A trained, armed sheriff's deputy pulling a gun engaging the uh, the assailant and taking him out and every other, you know it's unfortunate that this happened in the first place but it's 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 fortunate that not more people were injured And this should be the example going forward in Florida. Governor Scott's already said, look, we're going to spend four hundred fifty million dollars hardening the targets and working with people that have mental disabilities or or mental problems and and think that this is, you know, uh, the kind of behavior we need. We're going to raise the age limit to 21 to buy any kind of rifle. And again, we don't even know if this was a rifle or a handgun or whatnot. We don't know where this kid got this gun. I'm sure we'll find out. There'll be a full investigation. But that's the whole point is the hardening the target, making sure that if something goes down, there's somebody there, somebody there who's responsible, somebody there who's capable, somebody there who's willing, somebody there who's armed and trained and a sheriff's deputy or some other kind of uh, some other kind of, you know, trained you know, volunteer to jump in and say, I'm going to I'm going to take care of the situation because we don't need any of this happening at the school 340 1045 3401045 I'm curious. And I'll be watching two things today. I'll be watching to see if a tornado c- touches down on my front yard because that could happen. And I'll also be watching to see if the uh, if the talking heads on television and the media reporters and the, the Democratic Congress people and the student activists and everybody who's marching on Washington and calling for gun control legislation and, and you know, and raising the age limit and you know, banning all these other, you know, weapons uh, and these rifles and things like that. I wonder if they're also going to have a renewed vim vigor and passion for getting trained armed personnel be it sheriff's deputies or retired military or just volunteers in the school system volunteers in the school system to 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 put them in place finally because today you have a situation where that's exactly what saved the day a good guy with a gun how many you know the good guys with guns are the only ones that can stop the bad guys with the guns Freaking right. This is a this is the exact case that everybody who has been talking about hardening the targets and and increasing school security and you know when Donald Trump said arm the teachers, we're gonna get these teachers armed, we're gonna give them guns, we're gonna give them training, we're gonna show them how to react in a scenario like that. This is what you're talking about. The good guys with guns are the only ones that can stop the bad guys with guns. And today we have a prime example of that. Because you have a dead shooter, and you have a living police officer, you have two students in the hospital, and everybody else safe at the high school down the road. This should be the example going forward. You know, my wife, the other day to me, you know, she, and she's not a gun person. She never grew up with guns. She doesn't like guns. She doesn't like talking about guns. And she said to me the other day, you know, I've realized guns aren't going anywhere. We should probably get one. And, you know, both learn how to use it. And that's when you realize, and that's one of the most genius statements I've ever We should realize guns aren't going anywhere, so we should be able to protect ourselves. My wife should run for office. Although if she did that, I think I'd have to give up this show. Which I know a couple people are probably like, damn right, let her run. (laughs) Just kidding. 340-1045. This is the Marque Show. Quick break. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. You know, I'm going to swing by that, too, because I, too, am a weather expert. Uh, I don't have the years of meteorological experience like like Mike Birch, but I know it's almost as... In fact, the only thing that really separates Mike Birch and I is that he has hair, and he's about a foot taller. Uh, but definitely, register, that's a fun event, and I think they serve food. So, something you want to check out, go to uh, WOKB.com and, and get on the list for that Severe Weather 101. Uh, also, another thing I know about, not just weather, but also guns... Those are our two favorite topics here on The More K Show, and we have both luckily today to talk about. If, you're, um, if you didn't hear the, uh, the information about that school shooting in Maryland this morning, two students were shot. They're in critical condition, but uh, as far as we know, still alive. The school shooter, the, the kid who brought in the gun and opened fire, was taken down, taken out by a school resource officer almost immediately, and he was killed. The, not the school resource officer, the shooter. The, the school resource officer is fine, suffered no injuries. Pulled out his weapon, bang, bang, shooter's dead, and uh, the two students were taken to the hospital. So, so far, the only fatality was the idiot with the gun and you know this has got i'm hoping that this incident is is publicized and shown to be as much uh you know something that you should be doing in your school as the as the parkland school shooting was you know a, a way that really we need to take a look at you know take a hard look at hardening these targets 3401045 this is lydia in jacksonville lydia thank you so much for calling the mark k show how are you lydia uh oh maybe she got blown away by the severe weather that, that's headed this way, I'm telling. Look, you gotta. I just told my wife, I said, I'm going to come home after the show. I'm going to bring in the trash cans. I'm going to bring in the doormat, anything that, that's not nailed down. Uh, you know, Lydia, I would, do, I would go inside if, if I were you two just to make sure. If you have any Lydia's, make sure that they're secure um, so that they don't get, they don't get blown away. Uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter is when you look at all the schools across the country and you see the, the Scott plan, Governor Scott's plan, because this school had, as far as I know, the one school resource officer, and I want to say that it was a school of like 1,500, and that's exactly what Governor Scott's preaching. He's saying, look, we need one officer per 1,000 uh, students, not one officer per school. One officer per school ain't going to cut it. One officer per 1,000 schools. We need metal detectors. We need bulletproof glass. We need secure doors. We need to make these hard targets with armed, trained personnel on site so that, A, school shooters don't even think about going in there. Like, you know, no one, no, no one goes to shoot up the police station. Because they know there's a lot of pe- police officers there, and they're trained with weapons. So let's do the same thing with our schools. Let's get one officer at least per 1,000 students. Let's get all the, uh, all the uh, you know, protective uh, stuff that we need in there. Let's get the metal detectors, and let's get it done. And what's it going to cost? $450 billion in the state of Florida. In Maryland, it may cost you know, a little bit less. But the fact of the matter is you pay for it. How? Well, you put off those tax cuts. That's the first thing that Governor Scott said. Second thing he said was, hey, if you're a uh, lawmaker, here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to go fight for money for hometown projects unless it's ensuring your school safety. Because that's where your money goes. It goes to the earmarked and it goes to the kickbacks and it goes to the the uh, the sweetening the deal to buy votes. And Governor Scott knows that, so he said, let's let's can it. There is money. There's plenty of money in every single state in this union to, to harden these targets and make these schools less accessible to shooters and more accessible by uh, to police who are trained to deal with these scenarios and, in the end, keep the students safe. Because this episode in Maryland today shows you that if you have armed, trained security personnel, in the school and the right place at the right time, then you walk away with, with fifteen hundred students who are unscathed and and a and a shooter who gets stopped before he can do any more damage. Uh listen, all right, we got a bolt, but we will continue to track weather all day long today. If we need to break into Russian ball, we'll do it. Dang it. Because uh, because that's a uh, that's the most important thing. Uh, news is next on News 1045, W O K V.